Welcome to the Young, Healthy, and Wealthy Show, where we speak with elite individuals and top performers and sing what it takes to stay healthy and get wealthy. Are you ready to be elite? Are you ready to be part of the 1%? Well, then without further ado, let's get it. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Young, Healthy, and Wealthy Show. I'm your host, Chase Enderpit, and today we have another amazing guest. He is a fellow podcaster. Uh, he actually has a top 100 business podcast called Young Smart Money. He is the podcast ninja and a 20-year-old public speaker, Apple Kreider. Apple, how's it going, big guy? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm ready to get young, healthy, and wealthy. Good, good. That's what we like to hear. I mean, you're already, you're already kicking it off, young, healthy, wealthy. You got the podcast, young, smart money. You got the personal finance. Dude, you've got, you've got the wealthy part like going out. Being this generation, man. Making it happen, making it happen little by little. That's definitely been picking up a lot recently um, as far as the income side of things goes. But yeah, I've been working at it for a long time now. So it's cool to see the fruits of the labor kind of come into fruition. <laughs> Absolutely, man. When, was, when did you get your start? I mean, because you do so many different things. You've got, uh, I know you, we've got the podcast. Uh, you actually manage a account called Investing Simple on Instagram. And I know you also do some digital marketing as well. You know, where did this whole story start? Like, when did you get your start into entrepreneurship and making things happen? Yeah, that's a great question, man. And I'm just going to warn you guys, I might be going off for a little bit here because I've got a bit of a long one, but um, that's all good. In, like to hear. relax and um, get ready for a story. So flashing back about two years, I was 18 years old. Actually, we'll flash back about two years earlier when I was about 16 years old. And at that point in time, I'd been working part-time jobs since I was about 12. My uncle actually owns a campground. So he hired me um, as soon as I could like say hello and shake someone's hand and take their money and put it into a cash register. So I've been working for him since I was about 12. So I've been making money for a long time. And even before that, I'd been very conscious of how people interacted with money, especially my friends, my family, and my parents. I was always watching like when we went to the store, the grocery store, buying clothes, like how they interacted with money, what they bought, how they said things were cheap, expensive, like just how they were thinking about money, how my friends were spending money. It's just something that I've been always like naturally conscious of. So with that being said, at this point, 12, flash forward to like 16 years old, I've got some money in the bank. I've been very conscious of how people have been spending their money for a long time. So I personally like don't spend money at all. Um, now I do, but back then I was not spending any of my money. So I had a lot of money saved up for a 16 year old and I wanted to know what I could do with this money. Cause I'm like, there's gotta be something better than letting it sit in the bank account, get like a fraction of a percent in interest. So I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. So yeah, you're, naturally, you're lucky to get like 2% back. Exactly. Oh, at that point I was getting like point. 0.05% maybe. I had it with like a big bank. I was like, I had no idea what was going on. So, so naturally I took to YouTube as, as everyone does. Um, and I typed in the search bar, like how to make money, what to do with my money. Um, and just like trying to figure out like how money works and how, like how the system worked. So I, I stumbled onto the world of investing in personal finance and that just had me intrigued. I was like, what well, I can, I can let my money make me more money that I don't have to work for. I, my mind was blown. Like I was a 16 year old. My mind was just fried. I was like, this is crazy. Like I had what? no the whole new world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is how rich people make their money. They let their money work for them so that they don't have to work for it. I, I was blown away. So I got super deep on personal finance investing and I was just learning everything. I was tearing through books. I was like watching as many YouTube videos as I could. I was figuring it out on my own. I opened up a Roth IRA like right away. I, I maxed that thing out. I started um, getting my budgeting in order, even though I really wasn't spending any money. Um, I started building my credits and all of these things. Just I was, I was so passionate about them and I was telling my friends about them, but they didn't care. Like They were like, dude, I'm like 16, 17 years old. Chill out. I don't need to think about this stuff until I'm like 38. 
And I was like, cool, <laughs> well, I'll just be over here doing my thing. So nobody wanted to listen to me. So I took to YouTube and I started a YouTube channel and I'm like, I'll just talk about this stuff. I'll put it out on the internet. If people want to listen to me, they can. Um, and if not, that's totally fine too. So I started making these videos and I was never really in the YouTube game to like be a YouTuber. Like that was never really my goal. My goal was to just sort of have like a creative outlet, you know, have a place where I could like talk about the stuff I wanted to talk about and potentially connect with people who wanted to hear it. So that's what I was doing. I started doing that for a while. And funny story throughout all of high school and middle school, I was the guy who never had social media. So I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have Snapchat. I had literally nothing. I was like off the grid. It was like, if you wanted to talk to me, you could like find me in person. Otherwise, like you're not going to talk to me. So wow, that kid. So, yeah, I was that kid. And now I'm in this place where, well, I was in this place where my entire business revolved around social media, but now I'm actually transitioning away from that because I realized how detrimental that actually was and how I wasn't really building a real business. So we can get to that later, but I was never on social media at this point, started a YouTube channel, got kind of into the social media game was like, Hey, maybe I could build like a personal brand or something like people get to know who Apple Kreider is. Cause I've got this crazy name. I always wear this bandana. Maybe I could do some branding with this. So I decided exactly. to do that <laughs> transition into Instagram, um, started growing Instagram pages, learned how that system worked. And then I brought that skill to YouTube and I sort of like connected these two dots and found YouTube influencers who had like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, but had like maybe a thousand, 2000 followers on Instagram and help them grow their Instagram following to match their YouTube following. Cause I, I now had like a little bit of knowledge in both of these areas. I was like, wow, I could like connect these two pieces and really build a business. So I did that. I landed a couple clients, um, started making some, some decent money for um, an 18, maybe 19 year old at that point. Um, and built like a whole social media agency. Um, then my college radio station picked me up and they're like, this kid's making some money for a college student. He's doing some cool things. Like, let's get him on the radio. And I was like, what? Like, you guys want to interview me? Like, I don't know why, but I'll hop on the radio. So they interviewed me on the radio and I just love that so much. Just sitting down with someone, like sharing my story, hearing from them and going back and forth. So that led me into the world of like, okay, how can I start doing this? And, and prior to actually starting my podcast, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I'd never listened to one. I didn't know what the word meant. Like if you asked me like, what's a podcast, I would just like hop on Google and I'd be like, what? I don't know what that means. Like, I have no clue. So I um, got interviewed on the radio and then within the week I'd actually started, I'd figure out what a podcast was and started one um, just because I was so passionate about it. And my beginning episodes, they were trash. They were terrible. Like I don't even, I leave them up just to show people where I came from. But like my first four episodes are all complete garbage. I really don't encourage you to listen to them. But like, if you want some encouragement of like, this is how bad like people start out, like listen to them because they're real bad. But okay. That's, that's how the podcast started. Long story, long story long. Um, that's how the podcast got started. And that's where I got to kind of where I'm at right now. And then that was actually about maybe close to a year, year and a half ago at this point. So it's really grown over time. I really only started taking it seriously beginning of 2019. I realized there had, there was some real potential here to, to build my network, to build my influence, to build my income. And I've just been like maximizing, like doubling down on all of that ever since. Um, early 2019, we hit top 100 business podcasts. And then from there, it's just been up and up. Um, yeah. That's incredible. I mean, yeah, that's, that's quite the story you got. I mean, going from <laughs> starting out with, you know, your friends are like, oh, I don't want, I don't care about personal finance. And now you'd be like, oh, hey, like you should have listened to me. You could have come for the ride. I'm in the top 100 business podcast <laughs> now. So look at, look at me now, you know, that kind of thing. But um, <laughs> what was the whole like mission? Because I know you, um, you loved the interview process. You love talking to people, sharing your story. But what was the real mission behind Young Smart Money? Because that's that's very specific. 
Yeah. So it's really transformed a lot over time. So at the beginning, it was very personal finance heavy. And I was actually, so I got into podcasting because I like interviews, but I started off my podcast not doing any interviews, um, which seems kind of backwards. I think it was kind of just because I didn't have any connections at that point, And I didn't really realize how easy it was to connect with some of these big influencers, which is definitely something we can talk about as well. But um, so I started off a solo episode, solo episodes, really just talking about personal finance. So I think my first few episodes were about like credit, budgeting, investing, um, super, super um, like personal finance things. And then over time, I realized that um, personal finance could really impact people in a big way. And it definitely does. But I've, I figured out that I could really impact people and, and reach people if I appeal to them in a more engaging way, because most young people aren't super jazzed about personal finance. That's something that I've, I've realized since the very beginning. So I decided to pivot more into the entrepreneurial side of things, because that's a space where it's a lot easier to reach people. When I bring somebody on the show who is 18 years old and has made over a million dollars um, with like public speaking or something like that is an episode that young people will listen to as opposed to like how to invest your first hundred dollars in the stock market. Like that's not something that has a lot of young people jazzed. So right. it's, it's realized, not like sexy enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not sexy enough. So I realized I needed to, to get my show ha have a little more appeal to it. So that's why I sort of transitioned into entrepreneurship side of things. And I realized that still could have a huge, huge impact on people. Like if not a bigger impact than the personal finance stuff, because if you can figure out like what you're passionate about and, and start like taking action on that early on, that can really transform a lot of things for you. So now my mission with the podcast and with everything that I'm doing right now is I want to empower a hundred thousand young people to pursue a life that makes them feel fulfilled and excited every single day. Like that's my goal. I want to get a hundred thousand people taking action on something that actually matters to them, starting a podcast, um, building a brand on Instagram, like starting a YouTube channel, like getting out there and spreading their message. Like that is my purpose right now. And that's sort of what it has transformed into from the very beginning. It was just about personal finance. Now it's about really getting people to live that life that gets them feeling fulfilled and Right now, since I'm most, the thing that I'm most knowledgeable on is both like entrepreneurship and personal finance. Those are the tools that I'm sort of helping people use to achieve that goal of living a fulfilled and empowered life. Right. That's amazing, dude. That is, I, I love the fact that you're, you're shooting for a hundred thousand. You know what? I'm going to challenge you. I think you can do more. I think you can do a million. <laughs> I'm challenging you a million. So. <laughs> I, th I think you got it, man. You got a top it's, 100 business podcast. What do you mean you can't hit a million? It's tough. It's tough. Well, I mean, I've obviously reached hundreds of thousands of people at this point, if not a million, but like it's, yeah. it's tough to track that stuff, you know, because like <laughs> if somebody hits me up and they're like, I started a podcast because of you that, I mean, that's great. I can like add a check to the, to the tally, but like I can't, on the board, I can't yeah. track that stuff super easily, you know? So it's, yeah, it's tough no. to, to, to really hone in on that goal, but it's, it's still, it's still my like North star that I'm working towards. Right. No, that's awesome, man. I mean, that's, that's, it's a great goal to go for. Why, why did you, I mean, I know you said you wanted to appeal to a bigger audience by switching mm -hmm. to entrepreneurship and everything, but why is such a big goal for impact? Because I know there's a lot of people that do the podcasting, you know, for the vanity or they want to come on and get their message out there or just help get other people's stories out there. But there's something else like deeper when it comes to actually wanting to help out people and actually impact their lives. Like, was there something that really impacted your life to where you felt you wanted the same mission or was it just a deep burning desire from the beginning? You know, that's, that's a great question. And if I said it, that was my goal from the beginning, I'd be completely lying to you. I think there's really three main things that you could pursue with a podcast. And that's either your influence, like your personal, like ego influence, like building your personal brand and whatnot, um, your impact. So like a message that you're spreading to people, like, like in this case, what my main focus is now is that impact or an income. So you could focus on creating passive income streams from your podcast and really just finding ways to monetize that. So I think 
you really need to focus on one of those three things when you're starting off just to make sure you do that thing well and then you can sort of transition into the others but for me it was totally totally ego based when i first started like when i first started YouTube, YouTube was never ego based for me just because I was never, that was just about putting my message out there and like teaching people about like building credit and whatnot. But when I got into podcasting and realized that I could start connecting with some really high level influencers, and then I started going to events and people knew who I was like that really set me down a path that I, I am definitely, I don't want to be on right now. Like it's really easy to let things go to your head when you're first getting some attention for the first time. Like <laughs> when I was going to events and like I would meet someone and I'd be like, Hey, um, I know so-and-so and they're like, Oh yeah, they told me all about you. And this person was somebody who I felt was like so many levels above me. Uh, it's really, really easy to let that go to your head. And that really went to my head. Like my ego was just exploding. Like <laughs> there's one event in particular that I went to um, early, I think it was early 2019 that I, yeah, my ego was just like, having a having a heyday like it was it was it was not great so that was really my main motivator into like yeah like early 2019 when I realized like none of that stuff matters like I that's not like when I when I die when I'm on my deathbed like am I gonna am I gonna worry that I didn't have enough Instagram followers like that's not gonna be my concern my concern is gonna be what impact did I leave on this planet on people on like the, the people around me like that is what actually matters to me. And if you, if you care about the ego stuff, that's like totally your prerogative. Like I'm not one to be standing here on a soapbox being like, you shouldn't care about how many followers you have on Instagram. Like that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to say like what my experience was. And my experience was that I saw that I was getting fixated on the numbers and, and all of this stuff that now just doesn't matter to me whatsoever. I mean, I, over the last, I think like two weeks, I've probably been on Instagram, like one day, like I've just deleted it off my phone. Like it's not something that I want to be a part of my life anymore. Um, so I just cut it out <laughs> and that's a whole nother story that we can dive into. But yeah, I, I was really doing it for the ego and I see a lot of people doing the same thing. They want to start a personal brand. They want to start a podcast. They want to start a YouTube channel. And I ask them why. And they're like, well, Gary V told me to do it because I can build my <laughs> personal brand and be omnipresent and like reach all these people. And that's great. But like, why? Like, what are you doing it for? What's your purpose? Like, do you have something you want to share with people? Do you have a message you want to share? Is it just so that you have a lot of Instagram followers? And when you like hit on girls at the bar, you can like flash your Instagram and like have them think you're cool. Like, what is the point? So right, I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's really important to, to really ask yourself why. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? That's a question that I ask myself all the time. Like, if I find myself doing literally anything like throughout the day, I'll just randomly ask myself, like, why am I doing this right now? And I'll think about it. And if I don't have a good answer, I'll stop doing that thing. And I'll move on to something else that I have a good answer for. Because you, you really only have so much time. You only have so much energy, so many resources. And you, you just got to think about how to prioritize those and what is most important to you. Because like, you can let Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and all these big guys like set your goals for you and set your priorities for you. And that's what I was doing, man. I would listen to everything they said. I would take it to heart. And I would just literally word for word do everything they told me to do. And then I realized that their goals are not my goals. I don't want to be a billionaire. That's not my goal. Like, and I was, I was working like 14, 16 hours in a day on, on stuff that I realized wasn't even important to me. My goal is to connect with people. And I was sacrificing all of the relationships around me just to do more work because that's what Gary Vee told me to do. That's what Grant Cardone told me to do. And then I finally realized Gary Vee's goals and Grant Cardone's goals are not Apple Kreider's goals. That's not what I want my life to be. And once I realized like a switch, a switch clicked. And that's when I stopped doing things for ego. I stopped 
trying to just like build up all my social platforms and I really focused on how can I impact people and how can I like build like a real business and a real like Hey guys, really quick before we get on with the episode, I wanted to take the time to tell you about this really awesome networking event that's coming up in October. So from October 19th to October 26th, Disrupt Puerto Rico and Build Your Empire are going to be teaming up to put on this amazing, amazing event. Yes, and you heard me right, the 19th to the 26th. It's an entire week of value, networking, fun, all done in San Juan, Puerto Rico. It's going to be absolutely insane. There's going to be like 500 plus people that are going to be going there, you know, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, innovators. Uh, it's, it's crazy. There's going to be like 50 plus speakers, including Anthony Delgado, John Malott, Jennifer Hobbs, Sam Bakhtiar, Jason Capital, Casey Adams, Gabby Barraspi, Alex Quinn, Punch, Laura Igochega, Naeem Mahmood, Nathan Ortega, Christiana Hurt, Vova Tess, Jose Artiga, Brian Reach, Patrick Tucker, Simon Lerner, Anthony Santiago, Stephen Campolo, Joe Steiber, Michael Gonzalez, and Chris Delgado. Oh my God. And that's just from the list they have on the website. I mean, like, literally, there's going to be so many more speakers that are going to be at this event. It's going to be absolutely insane. So much fun. So if you want to come along with me to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and go to this incredible, incredible, incredible event, go ahead and DM me on Instagram at Chase underscore Henderfit, or you can go ahead and DM Anthony Delgado with Disrupt Puerto Rico at anthony.disrupt and let them know that you came from this podcast and you really want to change your life. So I wanted to go ahead and tell you all about that really quick. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Legacy. Right. No, that's, that's beautifully said, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, I, I've kind of started that shift as well, but there's still days where I look and I go through, I mean, I, cause I've read Gary Vee's books. I've read Garden sure. stuff and it's like, yeah, I want that kind of lifestyle. I want to do that. And they're like hustling like 18, 20 hours a day. I'm like, that's a lot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If I want to, you know, if I don't, if I don't know if I want that lifestyle, but I, you know, it's, it, it comes down to, you really have to, you know, center yourself. You really have to figure out and do a lot of introspection. Like who am I, who do I want to be? And then find out what it takes to be that person. I think yeah. that's your priority. You got to find what your priority is. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Appreciate so that. what are, what are the goals for you and how are you going to go about doing that? I mean, because now you've gone through this period of, of uh, I guess, an internal awakening of, you know, you've realized what you really want to do. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually right now, I'm kind of planning on going into this, like, sort of like a cocoon and just like going hard on my actual business and, and not doing podcast interviews like this. Like, this is probably gonna be one of the last podcast interviews I do for a couple months, at least. Um, I'm honored so. I was <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there was one that I did two days ago and I was like, this is going to be the last one. But then I was like, well, I, I guess I can do one more. So <laughs> this is like my encore right here. So I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. For sure. But yeah, I'm cutting off social media again, been off Instagram for like two weeks now. So cutting that out of my life, um, basically cutting out everything except my actual business, working on providing results for my clients, um, building my own business myself. And, and those are the priorities that I am going to take. And again, all of it comes back to my goal of empowering 100,000 young people. Because like, if I get better at what I do, then I can help other people use the skills that I have now mastered to accomplish their goals. Because like, if I don't have any skills, what am I supposed to give to people? Like, what is the point of having a personal brand? This frustrates me to no end. When I see people trying to build a personal brand, they're like 18 years old and they have no skills. I'm like, what are you doing with 
that attention, you're literally doing nothing. You're building a personal brand on a foundation of absolute garbage. Like there's nothing there. And it's so stupid because like, sure, you can get 10,000 followers on Instagram, but you have no value to provide them. All you're doing is building this platform and this like facade of like, oh, look at how important I am taking pictures with like Gary Vee or like whoever you go to see speak at an event like it's all so stupid unless you actually have a business there because if you don't have a business you're you're building this this thing with nothing there's nothing behind it it's not standing behind anything like it's so so stupid and i see so many people doing this and this the dumbest thing is like i was this person like i was this person like 12 months ago and i look back and i just want to smack myself because i'm like dude you were so stupid like what were you <laughs> doing like look at yourself because I see these people posting, they're like posting like inspirational stories on their Instagram of like, man, you got to hustle all the time. And they're just like regurgitating the stuff that Gary Vee says. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was doing 12 months ago. Like I was doing that exact same thing. I had no business. I was giving people business advice, or like business motivation, or like just like posting stupid shit in my story. And like, and there was nothing behind it. Like it's so easy to get caught in this trap because you see that's what everyone else is doing. But if you can like go out there and this is what I tell people to do is like literally just go into a cocoon, delete social media, get really freaking good at something and provide some crazy results for people. And then come back out of your cocoon, be like, guys, look at what I just did. Like, I'm killing it over here. Like I just mastered like whatever Facebook ads or, or click funnels or social media marketing, like whatever, but like get really freaking good at something. And that's what you're going to, that's like, if you look at anyone who has like anything, they, they've done it by developing a skill. Like they are really freaking good at one thing. And if you want to get to that level, you're like, you got to get good at something. You can't just personal, you can't just be the personal branding guy. If you've never done anything, I, I just get so frustrated. And it's not that I'm frustrated at people. I'm just frustrated with like the messaging that's being spread to these people. Cause it's not your fault. Like you're being told these messages by like these big influencers, like you just got to go out there and start documenting. But one thing that I see all the time that is, is super, it, it, it's irritating to me because it, it's just the messaging that people are being fed. It's like people get so caught up in documenting their process that the documenting becomes their process. Literally, they stop actually doing anything and all they're focused on is like documenting what they're doing, but that just becomes their thing. Like there, there is nothing behind it. So guys, you really got to take a step back and ask yourself, like if you're trying to build a personal brand, what is standing behind it? What is your skill? What is the thing that, that is the foundation of this business? Because if it's just social media, I mean, that's not a business. You're not being an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is someone who solves problems. And if all you're doing is posting on social media, you're not solving any problems. You're creating problems. Right. Gotcha. I mean, I mean, I, I relate with that very well. I mean, because for the past, what, I'd say year and a half, I've like tried my hand at this or that. And like, I've made my main priority. Okay, I got to make a ton of content, like do the documenting, this, this uh, and that. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like recently, I was just like, I had to be real with myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not a master at anything. I'm like, I've, I've developed skills in all these different places, but it's not like anything to where I can provide immense value because I can yeah. provide value to certain people for sure. But mm -hmm. it's nothing like impact, like hugely impactful. Yeah. So actually it was one of the reasons why I did the podcast was to not only just have a medium to, you know, have that personal brand, but also as a way to not only teach, you know, talk to people so I can learn, but to talk to people and have other people learn as well along the process. So it's like, it's like kind of documenting, but at the same time, I realized, you know, I don't know if you, uh, you check my highlights, but I've got like highlights for like books or like personal growth where I actually document like, Hey, I'm actually trying to learn a skill set 
right now I'm like trying to learn communications and sales and all that just because hmm. I gravitate towards that big time. And, but that's so, I love, I mean, I love the whole spiel there. Cause I, I mean, <laughs> Sorry I was, for rant. like, Oh uh, no, it was great, dude. This is great content, <laughs> but oh, that's insane, man. So, um, kind of delving deeper into that, you know, you, you, you say you need to really build on a skill set and build that business. Mm -hmm. uh, what's that business for you? What's the skill set? Yeah, for sure. So what I do right now is I build out funnels and Facebook ad sequences for people selling info products online. So any influencer who's selling some kind of course or like a mastermind group, um, I'm the person who goes in there, builds out all their landing pages, their sales pages, integrates everything, runs their Facebook ads, um, and helps them make more money with that. Because a lot of people create courses and then they just expect them to sell. And even people who have like hundreds of thousands of followers, like you'd be surprised how hard of a time they have selling info products. So my oh, yeah. goal is to like help them reach more people with their message. And obviously I'm only working with people whose products I really stand behind. I'm not just like working with any Joe Schmo who'll pay me a couple bucks um, to promote their like shit course on like how to trade Bitcoin. Like I'm, <laughs> I have a pretty high standard when it comes to who I'm going to work with because like I, I see a lot of people trying to sell low quality products out there. So um, my goal is that they aren't reaching the amount of people that they should be and just help connect them with the people who could benefit from what they're selling. So that's, that's what I'm doing right now. And um, yeah, that's, that's the business. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. How do you go about finding uh, your clients and your clientele, like the people that you really want to work with? Cause I mean, a lot of people, they come in, they're like, okay, I, like this is a fantastic example actually, cause <laughs> I did the same thing where I went in, I tried to do Facebook ads and marketing. Cause I mean, my dad's got a huge entrepreneurial marketing background. So I was like, Oh, I'll just do that. And so I got into it and I was like, all right, sick. I've set it up. I've got the LLC. Let's go. And then just like crickets. So I was like, oh, wait, mm. shit. Uh, I don't know how to <laughs> generate leads. <laughs> oh, shit. So, but uh, so yeah, how do you go about that process? I mean, that's a great question. And that's what a lot of people are wondering. Um, and the first thing I'm going to tell you guys what you don't do. Okay. What you don't do is you don't um, build a website. You don't get business cards. You don't like get all your like ducks in a row. Like what you do is you figure out how to make someone money. And then you go in there and you make them money. Okay. That's, that's the basics. Like too many people get too fixated on all those little stuff that doesn't matter because they just like, when you, when you build a website, it feels like you're executing. It feels like you're moving in the right direction, but you're not like nobody, like I built a social media marketing agency. The first one that I built was more like on the Instagram side of things, but I built that to like four or $5,000 a month with no website, no LLC, no business cards, literally nothing. It was all word of mouth. So you don't need any structural anything to build a real business. Okay. And for some people, four or $5,000 a month might not be a lot of money. But for me as an 18 year old, that was a decent amount of money. Like that was oh, enough yeah. for me to get by. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so basically what I, I mean, what I do now is I use the podcast and guys, this is a really important thing, especially for you, man, as a podcast host, like what I do is I use my podcast. So I, my, 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 my system, the way that I make money, it's kind of the reverse of how a lot of people with podcasts make money. A lot of people with podcasts, how they make money is on the front end. So they'll sell things to their listeners, they'll put sponsors on their show, they'll do affiliate marketing, like all these things that are on the front end. So like their listener can clearly see what's going on, like you're monetizing your listener base. That's what a lot of podcast hosts do. But what I do is I flip it around and I monetize my guests instead. So I use my podcast as sort of like a funnel to get people to work with my agency. So 
the, the first step of the funnel is getting them as a, as a guest on the podcast. Because once I get them as guests on the podcast, I get to chat it up with them for an hour. They get a positive um, experience with me. I get them feeling good about me and who I am. And then after the podcast, I'm able to say, hey, just so you know, how I make money is I build out um, ad sequences and sales funnels for people selling info products. And 99 times out of 100, they're like, oh, I have an info product. And in my head, I'm like, well, no shit. That's why you're on the podcast. <laughs> So I use the podcast as a lead magnet and then um, I interview the people and then afterwards I tell them what I do and then they're like, oh, that's great. Send me some examples, send me your pricing sheet and then I do that and then we lock them down as a client and then I work with them and then they give me more business. So it's super, super simple, but using a podcast as a, as a lead magnet or like part of a sales funnel is something that I really don't see a lot of people doing and I kind of started doing that on accident. Um, but that's one of the most effective ways to do it because you can directly just reach out to the people that you know your services can benefit. Like say you're going to run Facebook ads for small businesses. You're going to run offer ads for small businesses to get more people in the door. Like you could just reach out to small businesses in your area and say, Hey, I have a podcast where I interview, um, I interview small business owners in Minneapolis, for example. I mean, that's where I'm at right now. So I, I interview small business owners in Minneapolis and they're like, Oh, that's me. And I'm like, great, let's get you on the podcast. And then afterwards I'm like, Hey, just so you know, I run Facebook ads for, um, Joe Schmo down the street and whoever else. Um, and I've gotten like all these results from in Minneapolis. So, um, is that something you'd be interested in? So it, it, it's simple stuff like that, but just find people who would benefit from your services. And when you're starting off, do it for free because you need testimonials, you need examples, you need results that you've gotten from people in the past. And, and that's the biggest thing that I've realized. Like I started working for people for free when I was like 18 with that first social media marketing agency. That's how I first got started. And literally from working for people for free, uh, like a month after I started working for people for free, I was already making consistent like four or $5,000 a month just because of that initial client started paying me and referred me to other clients. And that might not be everyone's first experience because I had a really good experience with this guy, but um, got him some crazy results. And then he referred me to other people. And then I was already turning like significant profit just by working for free for someone. And just within like a few weeks of doing that. So always start by working for free. Grant Cardone would smack me upside the head if I told you that, but uh, he would say that's like you setting your value at $0. But I think that's stupid because like, if you're just getting started, like you need to set your value at $0 and let the market prove what you're actually worth. Cause if your skills are shit and you can't do anything for anyone, then yeah, your value is zero. You can't do anything for anyone. But right. if you set your value at zero and then you get results for someone and then they're like, Oh, this kid actually knows what he's doing. Um, then you can use those results to leverage and get to other people. Cause when, when it comes to an agency, like what people care about the most is your past work and your past results, because they want to see that you've gotten results for other people because they don't want to be your guinea pig. Okay. Nobody wants to be your guinea pig, um, especially if they're paying you money for it. So make sure that you can show people at least like one or two solid examples of results that you've gotten for clients. Um, in my case, like funnels that you've built out results that those funnels have generated Facebook ad sequences, what the numbers have been behind those. So make sure that you have solid, a solid base of, of, of real stuff to show people. And that just comes the easiest way to get that is by working for free. And um, you can find people, I mean, like family, friends, like you said, your dad has a background in, in marketing. So like, I'm sure he has some connections that would let you like mess around with their stuff or something, or maybe he's got some, some like client money that he could throw you to like mess around with something. So like just finding those connections and finding people that you can connect with work for free. Anyone that you have some kind of relationship with is going to be the easiest way to get your foot in the door, but start working for free, get some results, leverage those results with a podcast, use that podcast to get people in the door um, and then show them what you can do. And um, just start leveraging that word of mouth from there. Cause like literally with my agency, I, I kind of, I don't really even have a website. I have a website for my old agency that I'm, I might like repurpose for my new one. Um, but honestly, it just doesn't even matter because all of my business comes from word of mouth. Nobody cares about a website. Nobody cares about any of that. It's all just about like what you can do for people. And if, if 
their friend comes to them and said, Hey, this dude just helped me make a hundred thousand more dollars last month. Like you can bet they're going to be like, what's his contact info? Like I want to start working with him. So that's, that's the most effective way that I found. It's just like word of mouth, but using that, um, podcast and then also working for free to get eventually to that place. So much value. (laughs) Boy, this is gonna be a good episode. I like it. This is good. I hold nothing back on podcasts, man. I just go all out. They kind of all my secrets. You ask me any question, I'm going to respond 100%. Perfect. Well, if I, if I did that, we'd be here all day. So <laughs> um, actually, I have a question on top of that. So you use the podcast to then make money in the back end by, you know, funneling this and that. But how do you get people on the podcast? Like, where do you find these people? And how do you get them to say yes to coming on and talking to you and actually networking? Chase, you're asking all the right questions, man. I love it. I love it. So here's what I do. Okay, step by step. What I do is, first of all, I find someone who could benefit from my services and who could provide value to my audience because I'm not just pulling people on the show to, to land them as clients. Like I actually want them to provide real value to people because again, my, my primary mission is to empower people to, to live a life that makes them feel fulfilled and empowered. So I got to find people who can help me accomplish that goal. So I find someone, um, this is all done through Instagram, which again, I'm still trying to navigate that now that I'm trying to be off of Instagram as much as possible. For now, my, strat, my, my solution is like I download it one day a week. I send out all my messages and then the next week I check all my messages and reply to people. So uh, maybe we'll get a better system. I've got some VAs that could maybe do it. But the way that I do it is I send voice and video messages um, when I'm reaching out to people. Because, guys, the most important thing when you're reaching out to anyone for anything is that you need to stand out, okay? Especially when it comes to DMs. Because a lot of these guys that I'm reaching out to have like a million plus followers. They're getting hundreds, if not thousands of DMs every single day, okay? So if you just blend in with all those other DMs, you're not going to get anywhere. Okay. You're not going to get, um, any, any of the results that you want. Okay. Cause if you do what everyone else does, you get what everyone else gets. And most people are getting their DMS not open, their DMS declined, and they're not reaching the people that they want to reach. So if you want to avoid those results, you need to take different actions. So the actions that I take are send voice and video DMS. Why? Because 99% of people are sending text-based DMS. Okay. And Instagram gives us the functionality to not do that. So why won't you use the features that Instagram is giving you um, and and take advantage of those. So you need to send voice and video based DMs. They get opened at a much higher uh, rate in my experience. Um, I mean, I'm getting like, I would say between 85 and 90% response rates on my DMs. And that's including influencers with a million plus followers. So, and and, that's with the video messages. That's yeah, that's with video and voice messages. And Man, guys, that started before I even had a thousand followers on Instagram. Okay. As of right now, I think I have like maybe around 10,000 followers. Um, so, I mean, that's a little bit of like, uh, sort of like not even like respectability, but like a little bit of, I don't know what word to use, but like a little bit of authority, I guess. So a little bit of authority, but even without that, like you can still easily, easily be getting like 60% plus response rates with DMS. Um, if you're doing it the right way, so you need to stand out. Okay. So send those video and voice messages. Um, because those get open at a much higher rate and, and keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Because a lot of people that have like hundreds of DMs sitting in their inbox don't have 45 minutes to like read your entire life story. Okay. So don't, don't send someone like a, a three minute long, like video or like a two minute long, like voice recording, like keep it short, sweet, and to the point. I keep all my messages ideally like 10, maybe 15 seconds. But like if that thing can't be consumed in, in 15 seconds or less, it's not getting consumed. So you got to make sure that you're keeping things reasonable and just cutting to the chase because guys think about this. Okay. Think about this. If you were someone, 
if you were someone who deserved that person's attention, okay, if you were someone who warranted that person's attention, how would you conduct yourself? Okay, always put yourself in that mindset. That's always what you've got to think about. If I was someone who deserved uh, some of this person's time, how would I act? Okay, how I would act is I would respect both my time and their time. And by respecting both my time and their time, I am keeping things short, sweet, to the point, and cutting to the chase. Because if I Oh my gosh, this, this, just, this just throws me off every single time. When people say, Hey, if someone sends me a DM that says, Hey, I am going to reach that screen and smack you upside the head because like <laughs> that is the dumbest thing you could send to someone. It's so dumb because like, I think, I don't even know what the rationale behind this is, but like some people, I think some people think that like the suspense of like what's coming after that, Hey, is going to like get people to respond to you, but it's just so stupid. Like that just shows that you don't value your time. You don't value their time and you're not like cutting to the chase. So never send a DM that just says, Hey, it's the stupidest thing you could ever do. That's how you're going to get declined. That's how you're going to get blocked in that person's inbox and never reach them again. So stop doing that if that's what you're doing. Um, because I, I still get like, when I log back onto Instagram every once in a while, like I'll get a bunch of like, Hey, sit in my inbox. And I'm like, y'all, what are we doing? <laughs> like, like where's the conversation Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want from me. I did a, what was it? I did an episode with Alex Quinn. I don't know if you've met. Oh, or, he's been on my podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, we, dude, we talked exactly like about that. <laughs> he was like, he's like, yeah, if you want to, I asked him like kind of the question, like, how do you connect with people on Instagram? And he's like, dude, just don't send, Hey, like I'm a nice guy. I love to talk to people, but like, where's it going after that? Like if you're going to message someone on Instagram, you gotta have, you gotta put an intention behind it. Yes. Like, yes. Like, like nobody's going to open it up. Exactly. Like that first message needs to convey to the person, like what you're trying to get out of that interaction, but it also has to show them what you're going to provide to them out of that interaction. So one thing that I think is really important that not a lot of people think about is that you need to tune your radio to WIIFM. Okay. Now, what does that mean? What is WIIFM? WIIFM stands for what's in it for me. That is the question that everyone is always asking every time anyone tries to interact with them. Okay. Every time you send someone a DM, the first thought that goes through their head, either consciously or subconsciously, is what's in it for me. So you need to make sure that your message speaks to that question. They need to be able to answer that question from your first message, okay? What is in it for them? So this could be any number of things, but the two biggest things that you have to offer people, um, when it comes to podcasting in particular, that's what I'm most familiar with, um, that's what I have the most experience in, um, is either skills or exposure. So with me, um, I can offer people exposure because I have a top 100 business podcast. So when I say that I have a top 100 business podcast, they immediately realize, okay, by coming on this dude's podcast, I could get additional exposure for myself. Now, when I was getting started, again, had under a thousand followers, didn't have a top 100 business podcast. That wasn't the case. Um, but you can still also offer people exposure. One of the things, guys, I'm going to drop some real, real wisdom on this show right here. Not even wisdom, but like, this is a ninja tip that you guys, like, if you know this, like you can land any influencer. Um, and that is, if you pay for ads for your podcast episode, you can get really anyone you want on your podcast. Like, uh, like, like Grant Cardone, Ed Milet, um, probably not Gary Vee, but like these big dudes, like if you offer to pay to promote that episode with paid traffic, you can get anyone you want on your podcast. Like, like the, the, the people that you can't get is, is very, very limited. Why? Because people come on podcasts to get exposure. And if you have a podcast that isn't getting a lot of listens, isn't getting a lot of downloads, isn't ranking, that's fine. But 
If you put, say, $1,000, $2,000 in paid traffic behind that episode, like that influencer is way more likely to say yes. Like I know people who have gotten Grant Cardone on their show um, just by putting like $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 in an ad spend behind that episode. And that might seem like a lot of money to some people, but for some people, they really want to get Grant Cardone on their show for some reason. Um, maybe it's for social clout. Maybe it's for something else. But like, if you really want Grant Cardone on your show, tell him that you'll pay him um, maybe up to $5,000, but like, I don't know, like $3,000 start there. So you'll pay $3,000 in paid traffic behind the episode. Um, send him an email, send a assistant an email and like, you can get him on your podcast. Like not a problem. Um, so that is the exposure you can offer if you don't already have a large following. So guys, again, that right there could like transform a lot of things for you. So internalize that. Um, for some people, that money might be hard to come up with. But um, again, depends on where your priorities are at. If you really want to get someone on your show, that is how you do it. So you could offer people exposure, again, either through having a big podcast or through paying for traffic, or you could provide them with a skill. Okay, so I, if I didn't have a podcast audience already, I could offer to build someone a landing page, a sales page, a funnel for them in exchange for coming on my podcast, because that's a skill that I have. I could provide them with that skill in exchange for them doing me a favor of coming on my podcast. So those are kind of the two routes that you could choose to go, either exposure or some kind of skill or service. Um, but it just depends on, on what you're more comfortable with, what you have the resources for, and what would bring the most value to that person. Because again, you always have to think about what is in it for them and which of those two sort of routes would serve them better um, with what their current goals are. So those are the two things that you got to make sure you include in that initial message um, so you can really show them what's in it for them. And again, keep that as short as possible. If you're going to send a text-based message, it needs to be under four lines. Um, four lines, it's not going to get read. Um, if it's a video voice message, again, 10 to 15 seconds max. Don't use all the time that Instagram gives you. Don't use a full 60 seconds because that's just, nobody's going to finish that, that message. Um, they're going to start watching it. They're going to see it's too long and they're going to they're gonna ditch. So that's, that's what I would say about reaching out to people for the first time. Um, anything else make sure that your um your instagram handle isn't like johnny cakes three four seven two underscore period <laughs> like 36 like don't do that that's stupid your dms aren't going to get open um it should just be like your first name or like it's and then your first last name or like first last name official if you can't get your your real name so make sure that's short sweet um like two words three words max but that's important. Um, and also your profile picture is really important. I see a lot of people running around with like profile pictures that you can't even tell what's going on there. And um, you got to get that on point ASAP because that, that and your username are like the two things that people are going to judge whether or not they're going to open your DMs or not. So make sure those two things are on point because if they're not, your DMs aren't getting open. Absolutely. Yeah. If you guys need a good example of like where to, you know, structure your appearance, go to, go to Apple Crider's Instagram. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally Apple Crider official. I mean, you got to set up perfectly. It's, it's your name. The I do. I, where do you get the? Uh, who'd you get the the profile picture done by? That's so cool with the drip. Oh, thank you, man. Um, that one. I th uh, yeah, Zach Dines did that one. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Yeah, he works. He. I'm not sure if he still works with Gary V, but he used to be on Gary V's team. Um, yeah, I see. Know, I yeah. see his stuff everywhere. So yeah. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, if you guys need a good example of you know a a, a profile to model after, go to Apple Crider. Apple Crider official. See, Appreciate yeah. you saying that, guys. And like another thing that's really important is um, I haven't posted Instagram in like two months. So like you guys don't need to be posting on Instagram every single day. Um, it's 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 dumb. I mean, it depends on what your goals are. But like if your goal is to build a real business, posting on Instagram every single day is probably not your number one priority. So like think about things. And oh, I want to give you guys a valuable tool right here. Okay, valuable tool. Listen up. Everything in everything that you do, you should run it through this funnel. Okay. There's this funnel. 
um, that I use. It's called the four D's. Okay. It's called the four D's and it's a funnel. And let me see if I have, oh, I have a picture of it right here. Um, it's not going to show up on the camera though. It's kind of a mess, but basically what the four D's funnel is, is every time you're doing something, every time a task comes to you, you should be running it through this funnel. Okay. So again, think about a funnel, big at the bottom small, or big at the top, small at the bottom. So at the top, the first thing, so I have a task, say my task is posting to Instagram. Okay. So my task is posting to Instagram. I'm going to bring it into this four D's funnel. The first step, the first layer that it hits on this funnel is a destroy. Okay. So the question that I have to ask myself is, can I destroy this task? Okay. What would happen if I stopped doing this task, if I just didn't do it, if I just let it go and I just didn't do it. And for me, when I asked myself that question, I was like, well, I would have more time and nothing bad would happen. So I destroyed that task. Okay. And then it's done. Like that is, that's the first step of the funnel. Um, can you destroy this thing? Okay. But maybe you can't. Okay. Maybe, maybe Instagram posting is important to your business for some reason. For most of you, it's not. And again, you really have to ask yourself the question of like, what would legitimately happen if I just didn't do this thing? Like, get outside of your head. And for me, this was huge with Instagram because I thought that I needed Instagram on my phone to like land podcast guests, to like build my brand, to like do all this stuff. But I was like, well, what would happen if I just didn't have it? Like what would happen? And I really, I really thought about it. And then what I did is I put the pieces in place to allow me to actually delete the app off my phone and, and not have to worry about it. And then I did it. So think about how, if you can actually destroy the thing, okay? Because the more you do, the less you accomplish. That is something that I found time and time again with, with my business is like the more things I do, the less I end up accomplishing. So you want to get as much off your plate as you possibly can, okay? So that's the first layer of the funnel is destroy, okay? So can you destroy this thing? Can you just eliminate it from your life? What would happen if you did that? Now, the next step on the funnel is to delegate it, okay? So if you can't destroy the thing, can you delegate it? It. Can you take it off of your plate and give it to someone else? So for me, maybe I can't, maybe I couldn't destroy posting on Instagram, but I could delegate it to a VA in a foreign country that I would pay two, $3 an hour to post on my Instagram for me. Maybe I could do that instead. Okay. So that would be delegate. So can, if you can't destroy it, can you delegate it? Now the next step on the funnel is to delay it. Okay. So if you can't destroy it, you can't get rid of it. You can't get it off your plate. You can't delegate it. So it's something that you personally need to be doing can you delay it? Does it need to get done right now? Is this like an urgent task in your business or is it something that can wait a little bit? Can you um, come back to it next week, next month, next quarter, or does it need to get done right now? And if it can't be delayed, then you do it. Okay. That's the fourth D on the funnel is just do it. Like you do it right now in this moment. If you can't destroy it, you can't delegate it. You can't delay it. You do it right now. You execute on that thing, get it done. You get it off your plate and then you move on to the next task. Okay. So anything in your business, anything in anything that you do, you need to run it through this four D's funnel. Um, to, to figure out how you should best tackle this task. I see a lot of people just mindlessly doing things. They're trying to stay busy instead of productive. And that's just so detrimental because they're doing way, way, way too many things. Um, at one point in time, I had 26 different projects I was working on. It was stupid. I was doing nothing at a, at a high quality. Everything was, I was dropping all the plates all the time. Everything was a mess. You guys have seen the office. Oh it was like, it was like, when Kevin made the chili and he just like spilled it everywhere. Like that was me every single day. Like, I got it. 8am just like spilling the chili everywhere. Like that was just, that was my life. So I, I, I was, I was just dropping all the plates, but once I found this tool that I could run everything through my, my entire mindset just changed. And I realized that so many things that I thought were like essential and important were just like so stupid and just like completely wasting my time. So I wanted to share that with you guys because I think it could really bring a lot of value to people. And um, it's, it's really, really helped me get a lot of clarity in what I'm doing. Damn. 
that's I mean I, I had to sit here and write that down because I was like okay this is gonna be really good so like, <laughs> you, y'all heard it man y'all heard it here you got to do the four D's in any test you do destroy delegate delay or do it right now there love we it. go <laughs> I love it that's good stuff hey man I mean usually at the uh, towards the end of the podcast I ask you know what's an actionable tip but I, I feel like it's a pretty good one <laughs> but, I would um, say so yeah, Apple, this has been an incredible conversation, man. I absolutely loved having you on the show. We got into some really good topics. Everybody out there, you know, I hope, really hope you gained some value from this because I know I did just sitting here and talking to you myself. I know I, I learned a lot just from just from being here, and I'm the host. <laughs> so, like, this is great, man. So if anybody wants to connect with you, uh, how can they go about doing so before you kind of shut off the map? <laughs> I know I said I'm not on Instagram that much, but I do log on probably about once a week. Um, and I try to respond to all my DMs um, during that day. So you can hit me up on app at Apple Crider Official. Um, you can also send me an email. I'll definitely get back to you via email within like 24 hours. So if you hit me up at apple at applecrider.com, I know nobody like uses email anymore, but you can hit me up on email if you want to. Um, that's the best way to get a question through to me. Um, otherwise, that's, I mean, that's basically it. I also do have some like freebies for you guys. If you do, um, if you're looking for any like podcasting related resources, um, I have a free podcast training where I talk about how I was able to grow um, my podcast to a top 100 business podcast and turn it into a six-figure income stream for me. Um, and that's over at applecrider.com slash podcast. Or if you want to cheat sheets on the 16 methods that I use to create a top 100 or to create a um, six-figure business or six-figure podcast rather, um, that's at applecrider.com slash cheat sheet. So applecrider.com slash podcast for the training, applecrider.com slash cheat sheet um, for the uh, monetization methods um, for your podcast. But yeah, those are, those are the free things that I got. Um, but yeah, best place to hit me up is definitely email. Absolutely. All right. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all go connect to Apple Crider before he falls off the edge of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, thank you everybody for coming on the show today and listening. We, I had a fantastic time. Apple, I know you had a great time. You, oh, you yeah. were very passionate talking about everything. So <laughs> until next time, stay healthy, get wealthy. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Young, Healthy, and Wealthy Show. My name is Chase Henderfit. I am your host. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Chase underscore Henderfit. And I have one favor to ask. Please just share this episode with one person. You never know who it could help impact. And if you share it on your Instagram story, I'll repost it on mine. So until next time, stay healthy, get wealthy.